Welcome to our Tuesday edition of our chat online. I'm Dana. I'm Jeff. And here we are. Another our chat online, another discussion about stuff. Ben joining us to talk about things. No guests this week, unless you consider Ben a guest. And we don't. No, Ben's not a guest. Ben's uh, the third host. He's going to be on the show with us in just a couple of seconds. We'll get him connected up. And what are we talking about this week, Dana? Uh, Disney. What about them? They went woke. Now they're broke. Uh, okay. I don't think <laughs> I don't I don't think Disney's hurting in any way. I but, don't think uh, they're broke, but um, their attendance is definitely down. Attendance down means less money in the pocketbook. Okay, and uh, what about uh, Joe Biden? What's he doing this week? Oh, God, I don't know. I haven't watched him much. The last time I watched him, he was paying off student debt. So that uh, was yeah, irritating enough. That was that was last week's show. Yeah, that and was, I ain't watched him since then. That was the one with Samantha and mm-hmm. Richard. Mm-hmm. So this week, though... We have Ben. Ben, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing today? Good. We're doing good. You know, every week we seem to be somewhere different. And this week, uh, we sit in uh, Montgomery, Alabama this week. It is. So what's up with that? Well, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Did, yeah, I don't did know. you move again? We're, we're in the process. And we will talk a little about that. We're in the process where, Ben, be glad you're not out trying to buy a house right now because this is a horrible time to buy a house. Happens to be the time that we're trying, but it's a horrible time to buy a house. Interest rates are up, and and I don't know what it's and like in Florida. Inventory is down. It's expensive. It's just expensive to be out trying yeah. to buy a house right now. So, be glad you're not doing that right now, and just relax and enjoy your own because we're in Alabama, and uh, it's even expensive here. This should be the place that's cheap in the country, but it ain't at all. You would. You would think. The realtor was saying, though, that there's so many people that have crossed over the border, and I guess they're buying houses. And, Isn't um, that amazing? As, as hard as it is for us to get a mortgage, how, how do they come across and manage to get it? I don't know. I don't know. But well, you, well, how is it legal for a immigrant or somebody that's not even a U.S. citizen to even own a piece of piece of land in the United States? Because Uncle Joe takes care of them. Yeah, you know they're more important than we are. I mean, that's obvious. We've seen that. We've, <laughs> but you can't go to Australia and you can't go to Costa Rica and buy a piece of land because you're not you're not one of theirs. No, because you know we actually Dana and I one time looked into other countries and uh, to see what it would take, you know, to to go there and and you know a lot of people go there and live. Or they're patriots or something and. You know, a lot of those places, expats, they just don't let you just come in and, you know, come across the border and get a house, even if you have the money. There's there's laws. We seem to be the only one that just lets you just roll on across. Just come on over. It's fine. Yeah, well, it's not good. I can tell you that much. It is. It is what it is. There's nothing we can do about it. You know, we're uh, we're in Montgomery, Alabama, and. It is, uh, it's, it's different. We talked, remember we were in uh, Baton Rouge one time, Montgomery's a whole lot, a whole lot like Baton Rouge, maybe worse. Um, but nevertheless, but that, that's okay. One thing we want to talk about, Ben, is you know that, uh, Joe Biden is constantly on TV now talking about MAGA and, uh, you know, pretty much putting down the entire MAGA group, all the Trump supporters. 
And I know even sure. if you don't watch TV a lot, you you've had to see some of that on there. Oh yeah, he's uh, he's bashing any of the Trump the Trump supporters and stuff. And you don't even have to be a you know if you're just a MAGA supporter, you only have to be a, a Trump supporter. You're just wanting to make America uh, what it should be. Yeah. But you know, he's a communist, so or a socialist or whatever you want to call him. But you know he doesn't have America's best interests uh, at out front. Yeah, because the reality is MAGA is make America great again. So, I mean, is, is that what you're against, making America great again? Well, he must be because as soon as he got in office, he just started turning over uh, the previous administration's policies. Absolutely, he did. And look at the and shape we were in. Yeah, we were energy independent and uh, things were going well. I mean, the stock market was doing good, you know. Yeah. And none of it's good. None of it's good now. I mean, well, the gas prices have come down a little bit, but you can't give them credit for it because it's still uh, uh, it's still way over what it was when he got in office. That's the thing. You Mm -hmm. keep you keep hearing about gas prices are down. No, actually, gas prices are still way up from where they were when he took over. They're down from the high that he let it get to. But they're still high. So, yeah, well, until. Until he gets to one seventy five a dollar seventy five a gallon, he ain't done shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we miss we miss those days. Joe Biden, you know, he's even you know the ratings or his polling is down, and it's not just down with whites. Take a listen; it's down with black people also. In fact, it's actually just dropped twenty points. We got broken promises, higher crime rate, inflation. There's a lot that's in, that's been affecting the black community. So what that tells me is that there's going to be more black voters voting Republican for the first time in a long time. Now, Republican, that is the party that freed the slaves, the party of Abraham Lincoln, the party of the Civil Rights Movement, first black congressman, first black senator, first black Supreme Court justice. That's a big deal. So to all of my black voters that are going to be voting Republican for the first time, welcome back. We missed you. There you go. What do you think, Ben? Is that the way it's going to be? <laughs> I, I think I think that he's got a point. I mean, I think it's, there's going to be a lot of black voters that turn. And I think there's going to be a lot of other voters that turn, too. But, but, it's, but still yeah. scary. it's still scary because you still, you know, you watch TV and you see interviews and things. And there are still so many people that still say they'll take Biden over Trump. Or whoever would be the Republican any day, Biden anyway. Even if gas prices are high, it's worth it not to have Trump in office. And that's just crazy because yeah. you know, wouldn't wouldn't any American want to have prosperity and have the best things that that we could have? You know, you got the borders open and people flooding over and everything's happening with him. I mean, none of it's none of it's going good for us right now. I mean, it's. It's terrible, and you, you're right. You, you're going to have some people that's going to cross party lines this time because of what's been going on. Right. But when you sit and you look at uh, the people that are still going to vote Democrat like you're talking about, I mean, we had a millennial on a few days or on uh, a show ago or yeah. two ago. Yep. And, uh, you know, she'll probably vote for uh, Biden just because, you know, but and she's not the only one. There'll there'll be tons of them. Yeah, but yeah, I agree. I, mean, yeah. I, I was I was gonna say, you know, I think that you shouldn't be allowed. And this is this is not gonna sit real real well with a lot of people. But and this doesn't fall in line with our millennial that was on our show because she was she's pretty well off. But but I don't think you should be allowed to vote unless you own a piece of property in this country. Honestly. 
And uh, that now that don't that don't work for you guys because y'all don't own a piece of property either. But but we sure but, but we sure trying to. <laughs> they made it so hard that but, it's not easy to do. I think you should have. I think you should have something in the game to be able to have a vote. You know what I mean? Well, I can see that. So you should not have the people that are sitting back collecting money from the government that live off the government out voting for the next president of the United States or or any office. Yeah. There's have no a doubt. Steady job. Right. Right. That's that. I agree with that. That you need to have. If you just live, if you're on welfare, and and you know, you shouldn't be able to go vote. Because you, you're only voting to keep your welfare going. It doesn't matter who's running. That You're going to vote for the person that says yeah. they're going to give it to you. It's just like even with the student loan thing, which we, you know, we went into that a lot last week. But, yeah, there are some of those people that are going to continue to vote for him. If he were to go out and say, we only got ten or 20000 off this time, but if I'm elected again, we're going to knock the rest of it out. There are people mm -hmm. that will go vote for yeah. him just yeah. for that. Well, well, Jeff, I saw the statistic on the news that before that last show, and they said it was like 40 million people that had student loans, and the average student loan was was 30, 30, 30 something in the mid 30s. How much they owed, right? And just that calculation in itself, a ton they're, of money. They're gonna, exactly, and people that are going to vote that direction because they're going to want that money. Yeah, that's the way it is. Of course they will. I mean, I've got family um, that voted for Biden because they said that, uh, what was it? He, Trump, was, Trump would take away their... Trump was going to take away some of their free money. We'll just say their free money they get from the government, which actually Trump never said that at all. But, you know, that's the way they heard it. So all they cared about was that, and I'm voting for Biden. You know, and, and that's the thing. That's what people hear. You hear what you want to hear, and then... You, for one reason, and for that reason only, you're going to go out and and vote for Biden. The gas prices, I guess you care nothing about all that or all the other things. It's not just gas. I was at the grocery store earlier today, and I'm not kidding. And prices are so high right now. If you don't have a really good job, I don't know how you survive. And that's thank you, Joe Biden. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm doing everything I can to make side money right now, you know, and right. – I, I do. I do what I gotta do. I, I hustle. I hustle stuff to make extra money, and I'm and I make. Uh, I make eighty thousand dollars a year. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't that something? When eighty thousand isn't enough. Eighty thousand, really? Yeah. It, think about it, Ben. That used to be a lot of money. Yeah. But now yeah. it's hard to live on that. It really is with the with the prices. It's hard to live on eighty thousand dollars a year. When actually, that's good money. That's making good money. It's just, yeah. it's sad. It's, it's the state of the country. It's, it's where we are right now. But then there's so many people that will still go out and vote for Joe Biden again. And I can say this now to anybody that's listening that's going to do that. You're an absolute idiot. I mean, look at your gas prices. Look at everything, not just gas prices, everything. Um, interest rates on this house. I don't know what yours are, Ben, and I don't know what people are paying. But, you know, they're up to 6%, 6 plus percent now yeah. and that's with good credit that yeah. makes a huge difference and it's like this a lot of people say it's not joe biden's fault but you know the reality is you are the man in charge it all comes down on you just as it did with donald trump because he got blamed for everything you know but yeah. the, back then it was okay to say the president's the man at the top so it's his fault
Now we just don't do that with Joe Biden. It's a whole different set of rules when a Democrat's in office than what it is when there's a Republican in office. But how come the you know, Republicans now aren't after him like they were after, like the Democrats were after Trump? Let's, you know, I don't they get should it. should be. Yeah, why, why aren't we out trying to impeach Joe Biden? We spent four years trying to impeach Trump and did it, you know, twice, I think. Yeah. I mean, it makes no sense. Joe Biden, we let him get away with anything. And this, this man is just is just clueless. I mean, he's on there putting down MAGA constantly. Doesn't want their vote. But that's okay. How about Florida, Ben? Ron DeSantis. How's the man Ron doing? He's doing well. I mean, uh, Charlie Crist, you know, they, they think that Charlie Crist is, is going to go up against him pretty good. And it probably will at the end because, you know, people are so divided and split. But, yeah. you know, I'm hoping Ron DeSantis pulls it off because Charlie Charlie Chris has been our governor before, and it was a shitstorm when he was here. So. And he was a Republican before. Yeah, I know. And Rep- he's, so he's you now- can just swap sides? Yeah, yeah. well, he knew he yeah. yeah, just swap sides and go up against. <laughs> I mean, that just, I don't like that. I mean, I, Charlie Chris, yeah, he's had his turn. You know, he, he did his thing. Ron DeSantis, you remember when COVID was going on every state, New York, California, they all, even the— Put Ron DeSantis down, how he's running Florida into the ground. Florida's going to be run over with COVID. Florida's not going to exist, and Ron DeSantis stuck to what he was doing. Florida's come out yeah. just fine. Well, Jeff, this is what I think is going to happen. It's just it's just my own personal opinion, and, you know, I didn't get it from anybody else. It's just out of my own little head. But but I think DeSantis, if he loses the, the governorship to Chris, I think he'll run for president. And if he doesn't run for president, he'll be on the ticket as a VP. But I think, I think he'll he'll go that direction if he doesn't if he doesn't win his election because that's that's up that's up for grabs here in November, and yeah. then they'll have two, years and then it'll be the they'll be the uh, big big presidential election. But is Florida turned Democrat that much? I mean, that that Chris could actually win it. Well, you know, there's a lot. I mean, it's hard to say. I mean, there's a lot of people that moved down here. From the northern states, yeah, to get to get away from the uh, Democratic governors, uh, to get away from the problems, come to Florida where everything's wonderful, and then come to Florida and turn it to like the place you came from. That's that's what that's what happens. That's ridiculous. Stay away. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They uh, have ruined their state and ruined their taxes. Then they want to come down here and flip ours. Well, if they had any sense. They'd come down here and, and, and vote red and keep it like it is. Yeah, but, because that's the reason you're moving there, because you like it the way it is. Why would you want to go down yeah. there and change it? I mean, that's it's just stupid. I don't know. But it seems to be the way it is. I mean, I, I remember when we talked several months ago. Back then, I don't. we didn't know if it was going to be Charlie Chris then, I don't think. But back then, you were seemed a lot more confident that Ron DeSantis had this thing. It was it was his. You don't seem quite as confident now. I mean, they st- there's a lot of people that says that he's going to win it hands down, but but I I don't see it. I I mean, I've seen some I've seen some some things in the news where they're saying that it's going to be a a grudge match. It's going to come right down to the wire, and the numbers are going to be close. Right. Even though Ron DeSantis is such a great guy, I mean, but yeah. Oh, I no. think a, I think a debate between them t- would be good. Ron DeSantis will tear Charlie Chris up. Oh yeah, yeah. That's gonna be good. 
And DeSantis does have the Trump backing. Yeah. So I'm sure he does. So that that's got to be good. So that's what's going on in Florida. You know, I mean, in Alabama, we got who is it? Meemaw. Mm-hmm. Meemaw. Meemaw's here. Kay Ivy. Kay Ivy's here, and she ain't going nowhere. So we're we're gonna have Kay. Well, you know, the, interest, the interest rates are going up everywhere. What I'd tell you is, do you, I don't. You probably don't remember, but when Jimmy Carter was in office, when we were when we were kids, right. I think interest rate got up to like 13% or something <laughs> for, for, for they, homes. You know, they say that, you know, 7%, 8% all that, that's actually normal. I think, you know, we've just had it so good for so long, um, which obviously, well, as we see, Joe Biden's in office now, we don't have it so good anymore. But yeah, they say that, that you know, the higher interest rates are actually the norm. Um, but I man, think the norm used to be maybe higher interest rates with lower house prices. Now you've got both. You've got high house prices and high interest, and they're still like in um, bidding wars for these homes. Yeah. Well, the only way you can afford, uh, only way you can afford a a house that costs this overinflated and it costs uh, a third to half more than what it's really worth is to have low interest rates. But when you got high interest rates and a high-priced house, Danny, you're right. I don't see how anybody can afford it. But here's the thing, Ben. I mean, but they are. Mm-hmm. Everyone we look at is contingent and under contract. So even with the high interest rates and the high prices, mm-hmm. it's still not stopping people. They're still selling out before you can even and, get an offer in. Uh-huh. And like the realtor was saying that, um, you know, we have a housing shortage even though they're constantly building houses, See, that's they what can't I don't build get. them fast How enough. can you have a house? Where did all these new people come from? How can we have a housing shortage suddenly? The world, the United States didn't He's just had populate across the itself. border. It's got to be a vacuum coming from somewhere. I mean, there's got to be houses up north somewhere that are sitting vacant, you would think. That, that was kind of the thing. It, you hear about everybody moving from California to wherever. But if you go out and look in California at houses... They're all taken, and they're contingent, and they're still very, very expensive. I mean, that's kind of what I mean is, like, we're not getting just loads of new Americans. Not that many people are hitting the age to buy houses. Um, we're not, it, where are the houses going? We're building and building and building, and there's still not enough houses? It, it doesn't add up. Something's not right. Somebody's getting them. Right, and you would think with the with the market like it is, you would think the banks would be running scared about uh, loaning money to anybody. But from you know? what he said, a lot of people are actually paying cash still for their homes. They're paying cash, oh, man. Yeah. Where the hell they get? <laughs> That's what I want to know. We what got, kind of jobs are they doing? But I will say this. Now, this is this is not meaning to be – this isn't racist or any whatever. I don't care. This is the word that, that our realtors have used for us, the Patels. The Patels come in, and the Patels all have cash, and the whole Patel family has cash, and they buy them up. Uh, you're probably right about those. Yeah. Yes, they do have a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, and they come over here, and they spend cash. And I'll tell you another thing that's really big right now, and investors are doing, is this uh, Airbnb stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, you buy the house, you furnish it, you have the power and everything turned on, and you rent out these Airbnbs. Those things are so expensive, and we were looking at one time when we first came down here in Montgomery in this area. Now, this is not an area that I think everybody's trying to get to, but there were 70 available, 70, 
And it was about three days later I looked, and there were six. That means sixty over 60 of them over that three-day period rented out Airbnbs. And some of these are five and $600 a night. Uh, so let's talk about that for a second, because I never heard that term Airbnb until last weekend. And I was... I went down to St. Augustine. My, some of my family was in at St. Augustine, uh, Bolano Beach, actually. Right. And they rent a Airbnb. It's the first time I ever heard the term. I was like, "What the hell is that?" Right. You know. But anyways, they this thing cost twenty one hundred dollars for three days. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Three days. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it was a nice place, but golly, that that took care of somebody's mortgage. Those three days. They got their mortgage paid. And imagine all the money they make, you know, for the rest of the month is all profit. Oh, yeah. So people are buying up houses now for Airbnbs to do just that because it's gotten where people would rather stay in an Airbnb than go to a hotel because, you know, you get a house or a condo, whatever it may be. But see, investors are now buying them up and... Well, there you go. When we were in Dallas, um, somebody had told me that a lady from Canada was buying up houses in Texas, and she was on her fifth one mm-hmm. to rent out and as an still, Airbnb. She lives in Canada, uh-huh. and she's buying up houses here to and rent out. doing an Airbnb with all of them. Well, what what is the explain what an Airbnb is because. What does air got to do with the bed and breakfast is supposed <laughs> no, to be? It's, it's uh, Grandma even, Jones is supposed to be there fixing your breakfast. No, I don't really. I, I don't even know what the exact Airbnb stands for. But that is yeah. what it is. Is just simply a house. Maybe a air condo. just booking online. It may be that online that's, air it's booking. Completely furnished, pots, pans. I mean, it's got everything in it. Everything's on yeah. from the internet to everything. So you can just go right in. And it's not like getting an apartment. You, there's no credit checks and all that stuff. So you can rent them for months. Um, it's going to be expensive, but you can. Yeah. And people are doing it. So those investors are buying these houses up. I mean, we're in Montgomery, Alabama. I mean, I just don't know how many people are trying to come to Montgomery. But over 60, there were 60, and then there were, zero, there were six after that. So, you know, there were 70 and then six. So 60 rented in a three-day period that's just it's amazing how much money people are making and if you look around when you're looking at them ben a lot of the owners are the same ones one person like owns seven or eight in each city that one person had to buy those seven or eight houses but they don't do them just as houses they do them as condos oh they do everything but that's why there's also no houses when you go out looking for houses Mm -hmm. that's one of the other reasons because those people bounce along and they buy them up because they're making money off of them. So, and I well, know they're popular you're right now. Yeah, they're popular right now because because of the housing market. You know. Yeah, yeah. But you're in Florida. I know you're in, where you're at. There must be Airbnbs everywhere because that's Florida. Because people yeah. actually do want to go to Florida. Yeah, it's not sustainable though. I mean, people can't continue to pay that that amount of money. They're going to go broke. I would like to think that, but you know what? It just doesn't seem to have stopped them. I mean, like we keep thinking the housing market's got to get better cuz people can't afford these prices and the interest rates. But it hasn't stopped. Mm-hmm. Half the houses that we want to see more than half are contingent. We found one the other day that we wanted to look at. Now, we found this on like realtor.com or whatever. Here it is. Nice house. 
nothing great. It's in an older neighborhood, but it's a decent house. It had a pool, but that's about, you know, all it had. It was an older house. And yeah, it was like 30 something years yeah, old. We called the realtor and said, All right, we want to see this one as quick as possible because we know they, you know, this was at 11.57 a.m. that we called him. Mm -hmm. And he said, He just looked it up. He said, That one's only taking bids until noon. So they let you put your offer in, not bids, I guess offers until noon. So they even set a deadline. It was on, they set it on the market for four days and said, Monday at noon. Is the last time to put an offer in. And he said and they had multiple offers already, so there really wasn't any use putting an offer in. Wow. Multiple offers. He said there was going to be a bidding war for that house. Yeah. It, I, I don't yeah. get how that can be possible. I mean, I, I get what's going on, but the prices are so high. It wasn't cheap. It's not like it was a cheap house. It was an older house. But that's how it is. Well, are, the rural, are the rural areas... The pricey too. Oh, around, I tell you what, around here, yeah. around around the uh -huh. the one we are now, we do we have a contract on one right now, Ben. We actually finally got one, a little more than well, it definitely more than we wanted to spend, but you, it's just the way it is. This yeah. home is outside of Montgomery, uh, in a place called Slap Out. It's Slap Out, Alabama. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is out in the middle of nowhere. So it's way out in the country. But what they say, at least for this area, is that a lot of people are moving out of the city because Montgomery is full of crime and you'll get shot and killed here. Um, so yeah. they're moving out of the city. So those areas outside of Montgomery are now more expensive than being in Montgomery because everybody's wanting to get out of here. And I mean, yeah. slap well, out Alabama is is slap out. I mean, it's out. There's there is nothing out there. There's nothing. But the houses are expensive now. The houses are pretty nice out there, but they're expensive. I just I don't understand how people want to live that far out. We're only doing it because well, we have our own reasons. We don't go into all our reasons. We we want to be out a little bit from the city of Montgomery. Yeah. So you know, but I guess that's what everybody else is thinking too. So. Well, you know, we were think we were thinking about selling off when we uh, retire, you know, in, in five or six years. But realistically, we're probably going to wind up staying here because we're probably not going to be able to afford to go anywhere. Unless know? unless the market changes a lot, you're probably going to be better off staying right where you are. Um, everybody's yeah. house is worth more a lot right now. Yes, you could sell it, make a lot more money than you ever could. But the problem is, you're now going to have to turn around and pay. A lot more than you ever thought you would for your next house. So, kind of sucks. Realtor called me the other day and said, "Is your house for still for sale?" You know, and I was like, "My house never was for sale." <laughs> well, are you interested in selling it? And and I said, "Yeah, seven hundred fifty thousand, and you can have it." Did he hang and up? And my wife came back. Yeah, my wife said, "You better, you better quit giving them numbers. Like, but somebody's probably going to come back and tell you that they'll do it." <laughs> It could happen. It easily could happen. Those potatoes, they want the houses, and they got cash. But, yeah. Ben, I'm going to tell you this. If somebody does offer you 750000 cash, I've never even seen your house and your land, but that, you might want to think about that. That is pretty good money. That's that's close yeah, to probably, being a millionaire. Yeah, I'd probably go buy me the biggest RV I could find <laughs> and pull into, a, uh, pull into a good sand park or something. <laughs> yeah, and live the life. Live good from then on. But that's yeah. that's just the way the uh, the market is today. It's it's rough, and I know I was at the grocery store today looking at things, simple things, Ben. Paper, you know, like printer paper. 
you know, we already knew yeah. ink, ink's always been expensive, but this was at Walmart. And I, and I know it's like, you. when I say this, it sounds like we're going back to the good old days, but we're not going back many years. We're just going back a couple of years. You bought that Walmart paper, you know, a pack of 500 sheets, whatever, just printer paper. The cheap one was like 250 or 288 all the time. Yeah. It was over. Yeah. It was over seven dollars mm. today for, for, for one. Yeah. One, the generic, the Walmart brand. You know, the not the special bright white anything, just the plain paper. That's yeah. that's double the price. We were looking at Cokes the other day. Yeah. You know, they they have them out now. Uh, they don't even have the twenty four packs anymore. Now they're eighteen packs. Mm-hmm. And it's still a higher yeah. price than what the 24-packs used to be. Well, even little things like you wouldn't notice sugar uh, mm. used to come in. Somebody five- told us the other day to go get them a five-pound bag of sugar. Mm-hmm. They don't make those no more. Yep. They're all four-pound They're all four-pound bags now. But the price didn't yeah. change. So, you know. It's- no, that's, how they, that's how they screw you. They did the same thing with cereal boxes, with uh, ice cream. Go try to buy a half gallon of ice cream. Yeah. It's not, a, not there is no like no half gallons oh, anymore. Oh, they're oh they're two for seven or they're two for eight. You come home and look at it, and I was like, I didn't even get a half a gallon. <laughs> That's the way it yeah. is. Uh-huh. So think things have definitely changed in the world, and I just keep believing. We just gotta thank Joe Biden. All right, how about this, Ben? We're gonna listen to this. You know, we're talking about um, reparations. We've talked about this a little bit before, but uh, let's check this out. But then you eat chocolate with cocoa. Uh, harvested from child slave labor in Ghana. Yep, 60% of our world's chocolate comes from there. And you eat that chocolate without even batting an eye, questioning on where it came from. You don't care about slavery. You just care about a government handout. Ooh, there you go. Is that not true? That's the way it is. Reparations, Ben. I've known Ben, Dane, I've known Ben since I was... Preteen, okay, way back a long time, and and I'm so I'm pretty sure Ben can vouch for this. Ben, I've never owned a slave. <laughs> Neither. Yeah. I never known any that did own one. Yeah, I you know I know my my parents and they didn't, and some people may not know their grandparents, but I knew mine and they never owned a slave. Um, yeah. I I Dane and I have talked about it, and if that were to ever come to pass, where we're going to start giving reparations to black people for slavery. Would be the time, honestly, we would actually look to get out of this country completely because I'm having no part of that. None. Yeah. Just not going to do it. It's not right. Uh, and I ain't paying no more money. We'll pay off your No, and they, should, they shouldn't either. I mean, and they shouldn't be uh, tearing down statues and stuff and like stuff like that because, you know, history is history and right, wrong, or indifferent. I mean, you should not walk away from history because if you don't, if you don't pay attention to history, you're doomed to repeat it. Right? How many times you heard mm-hmm. that? Yeah, and it's exactly. true. So. History is history. You know, I mean, we had history class in high school. You don't get to change what's in the history books. It's happened. It's over. It, it's history. But yeah. it is. You know. I wonder if nowadays, if they like leave out certain parts of history when they're making their new books for oh, schools. Oh, I'm sure and- they do. I'm sure they do. I mean, sure they do. Listen, listen to this. Um, I'll try to be quick about it. My daughter came home from school. This was years ago when All she right. was in elementary school. She came home from school one day and she had a, a permission slip that uh, at that time, President Obama was in office and they wanted me to sign 
sign a piece of paper so that uh, she could be a part of a special speech that he was going to make to to all the elementary school kids. And I said, no. I said, I said that politician, that goddamn Democrat is not going to sway my daughter one way or the other. I said, no, you're not going to that. I don't care if I got to come pick you up from school. You're not listening to that bastard talk. Yeah. I'm going to teach you what I'm going to teach you in my household how to properly live. And then you can make your decision up when you're the right age, how you want to vote. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Jesse is on a whole different page than uh, some other people's children right. that, that look the other direction. So, Did she I mean, go to public said, school, Ben? Did she go to public school and, yeah. you know, all the time? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we couldn't afford to put her in. We had her in private school for a while, but, you know, we moved out here. It was a good school system, right. so we put her in a school system, but they still try to indoctrinate the kids and, and teach them, you know, and I'm like, no, you're not supposed to teach crap like that in school. What you're supposed to teach is history. Yeah. You know, teach government, yep. teach government, teach history, and let people, let the kids figure out the politics on their own. Let their parents talk to them about that. Ben, that, we've been out of school for many years now, but now you, as, as a parent, you have a grown daughter. When you think right now, what subjects in school do you think were, were a waste? Some things were, were kind of stupid. But what do you think should be in public school? What should we be teaching in public school? Like, I mean, obviously how to keep a budget and that kind of stuff. But what do you think? History. History is important history. to know. Yeah. But yeah. The, right. didn't, they, didn't they take away cursive writing? Don't they? They don't teach well, that anymore. I, I mean, I think so. I mean, I think that was, I think that's something that they that they dealt with too so yeah because nobody yeah you don't because need to how are they going to sign their checks of course nobody probably uses checks anymore but but they should they should teach history they should they should you know do uh u.s government stuff like that it should be requirements you know yeah. why yeah. is it why is there why is there such a requirement for science for science granted hey science is important i get that but, but it's, it's not, not as important. Here's the thing. It's not important for everybody. It hasn't been important for me. I would never need it. I, anything I learned in science, like dissecting a frog, I have never once needed that in my entire life. Has that come yeah. in handy? I'm not going in the medical well, field. And I never needed calculus either or trigonometry, but yeah. but I, 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 I do think mathematics is important, you know, to some degree. I think it is, but Ben, I don't think we're teaching basic math enough. Forget, forget, you know, all these other things, trigonometry. I think we need to really focus on basic math. It's like English. Yeah. We need to focus on basic English, proper English. We need to focus on that, and we we need to stick with that. If we can teach the basics, we just seem to be yeah. skipping over those things. You remember when we had the uh, millennial on a, a week ago, and this person was talking about, uh, she felt like they were so pressed into going to college. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm going to sit here and say this right now. Um, not every student is college material. Not every student is smart enough to go to college. Listen, it would be nice if they were, but they're just not. They're not going to all fly themselves. Some of the kids just aren't smart enough to go to college. There are blue-collar jobs out there that we need to fill with kids that aren't college-educated. 
Good paying, so, good paying blue collar jobs. Yeah, well, yeah, now they are because yeah, uh, a whopper costs ten dollars. You know. Did you see on the uh, on the news bin that California Governor Gavin Newsom has just uh, made it where uh, the Fast food workers. Now, the minimum wage in California is 15, but fast food workers only, they're going to make the minimum wage $22 for fast food workers. Wow, really? Now, if you just work at a convenience $22 an hour. If you just work at a convenience store, it's 15 your minimum wage. But if you're a fast food worker, they're going to up it to $22. There are some new grads as nurses that don't make 22 wow. an hour. Well, you can flip burgers. And by the way, I don't know what it's like in Florida. I'm pretty sure it's just like it is everywhere else. The ones that we've been through couldn't get an order correct for anything. They Half of them can't speak English. You can't understand a word they're saying, and now you want to give them $22 an hour. So that's yeah. just ridiculous. Uneducated. Some of them probably didn't even graduate high school, you know. Yeah. And, it, you know, working at McDonald's, hey, it's good. You know what? That's a good high school job. Make you some extra money. Um, that's good. But it's, that's not a career. That's not supposed to be your was, career. That's right. It never was intended to be a career position. Down here where I live, you go into a McDonald's certain times of the day, there's not even young people in there. It's a bunch of old people. It is. He's falling out. That's He's a, falling out. You know what? That's numbers. a shame that they, they have to do that now to survive. You know, th- yeah. I, I get it. I absolutely get it. But, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I've seen that, too. We were at a, a Piggly Wiggly the other day. I don't know if you have Piggly Wigglies down there, but the, nope. the guy stocking the shelf in the Piggly Wiggly, uh, he said he was a retired pastor, I think. He said, but he needed the extra money. He's stocking shelves at Piggly Wiggly. This guy had to be 70 years old, but he said he needed the money. Yeah. Hey, uh, it's it's going it's going everywhere. Uh, you know what an endodontist is? Yes. They're the ones that do root canals. Well, my endodontist retired a few years ago, and I'm in a fast food restaurant a couple of days ago, and he's in there wiping the tables down. Oh, that's and sad. I'm like, and I'm like, Jack, what are you doing in here? And he says, Well, <laughs> like, well, I had to get away from my wife. She's driving me crazy. And I'm like, Well, wow. you need to get your office back and start doing start doing teeth work. I says, This is not going to work out for you out here doing this. Yeah, that 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 is something. I mean, it, it's sad. I mean, I know that I'm only hoping that Social Security's still around when I finally get to that age. It ain't too far off, but there's still no guarantees. Yeah, you know what's going to no, happen. No, there's no there's no guarantees, but you know they've been pulling money from us all these years. So yeah. you know, there's going to have to be, there's going to have to be something because the government's the government's trying to pay for everybody you know they're going to get to the point now where you know they're going to have to figure out where to yeah where to get the money to pay for everything and you know we talked about that the other day with all the new irs agents they're starting to come up with and yeah and we didn't really get into talking about the the money but the government really wants to get away from using using cash and making everybody pay through um a cashless banking because Okay, so think about this. You got a garage sale in your front yard and right. there's no cash, no pennies, nickels, dimes, quarters, and somebody comes up to buy a pair of blue jeans for you for from a buck. Yeah. So you, you gotta do a Venmo. They gotta do a Venmo transfer from 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 their account to your account. Well, guess what? The government gets it and they see it 
they tax you on it. So and they, that's the way that I get you. So they want the government to be able to see every penny that you spend or bring every, in. Every transaction, and they want, they want their taxes on all of it. But now, I, you, okay. you know I'm not a Bible person, but doesn't the Bible say something about that? Like cashless society and the mark of the beast type I think, thing? I think so. I mean, I, and I get, you know I'm not, I'm not the person that's going to preach the Bible to you, but I, even I remember something about going to a cashless society. They're trying to do it now. I don't know whether it'll ever happen. I hope not. God, I hope not. Yeah, that's you know, but, but I could I could see it. I mean, I absolutely could see it because you know even now if you've been most six hundred dollars or more, or once you've reached that, you're going to start getting ten ninety nines. So you sell a few items on eBay. I sold something on eBay not long ago, and it sold for a little over six hundred dollars, and I had to fill out tax papers so they can send me a ten ninety nine. Now I've got to pay taxes on that stupid little item I sold. Yeah, I know. I just got the same. I just got the same thing from them the other day. It says if you make over six hundred dollars, yep, we're reporting it to the IRS. Yeah, it, it, it's ridiculous. And I'm like, okay, so so I paid sales tax, I paid your stupid twelve point nine percent. Yeah. Now I got to pay the IRS. What's in it for me? I did all the fucking work. Yeah, I'm sorry. But you know, here's the thing, Ben. You didn't just pay the sales tax. You know, you bought the item at some point from wherever you bought it. You did pay sales tax on it, but before you paid that sales tax, that was the money that was left over out of your check after it already been taxed once. So you already paid tax on that money, your check, you pay tax. This is the money that's left over. You went and bought something, had to pay tax again. And now when you turn around and sell it, you're going to pay tax again. <laughs> that ain't right. I know. I've never <laughs> understood that. I mean, we pay taxes out of your check. The reality is... I shouldn't have to pay any more taxes. And here's the thing, Ben. If you, you get your check, the, the IRS takes their money out of it. You don't even get a choice. You know, they take that out before you get your direct deposit or your check or whatever. Now, if I take yeah. my money that's already been taxed, this is what's left over that you already took your money, and I go to the casino, and I play a slot machine, and I win $1,000 with my money that you already took taxes from, now you want part of my $1,000. Yeah. You already, this is money that was left over from what you, you already took from me. You know, you already took, there's something, there's something really wrong with that. Now, do you care yeah. if I go in the casino and lose 5,000, do you care to help me out a little bit with that, Uncle Sam? No. But if I win, he's going to want to share. There, should, there used to be a, a line in your IRS form in your 10, 1040 uh, gambling losses. Do you remember that? It is, it's there, but here's the thing. You can only claim up to the amount that you won. So, like, if you had a $1,000 jackpot that you have to claim, you can only uh -huh. claim 1000 in losses, and you, you have to play with your card so you can get proof from the casino that you actually lost that amount of money. And if not, you yeah. can get audited with all the new IRS agents. Well, let's let's talk about that for a second. So, so how many tax years are you supposed to keep records of? Because I was at work talking to a guy at work today, and he said, "Oh, his his accountant told him throw him away after three years." Yeah, well, I, thought, yeah I thought it was you, three years. So, if the government's going to audit you back five, six, seven, eight, yeah, nine years, how in the world are you ever going to prove yeah. anything? You're not. You're at their mercy. Yeah, 
you're, you're going to be you're able. Gonna you're going to be able that. to. You're going to be able to make me pay whatever you want because I'm mm-hmm. going to have no way to prove anything I put on a tax return five years ago. I don't even remember yep. five years ago. I have no clue. You know, I there's no way I could prove anything. Yeah, I've always had my W W two forms, and we've always done our taxes every year. Every year we file our taxes. If we owe, we pay. Yeah. But if somebody were to go back to us right now, if somebody came to Dane and I, as much as we've uh, traveled uh, recently across the country of a storage shed in this place and, you know, all this different places, there's no possible way I could mm-hmm. come up with the records from two years ago. I'm sure we have them, but I can't go get it out of those storage sheds. Once we get in, if we get into this house, maybe we'll get everything moved here. But even then, there's no way that we're still going to have everything. We're just not going to. I would love to say we keep better records than that, but we're we're, we're people, we're just human, and we don't. Yeah, well. But, but we don't lie on our taxes. Um, but now here, we will now take advantage of everything, you know. If the government's got a loophole in there and we fit in it, we're going through it. But we won't cheat. And, you know, I went to H&R Block this year, and, you know, it wasn't pretty when they got done with me. It was ugly. But <laughs> yeah, I know that I walked out of there. There was people in there smiling, laughing. I was like, what are y'all laughing about? I said, I just got bent over. <laughs> I know that feeling. We've, we've definitely been there. We've been, been to there. H&R Block before. Yeah. Yeah, they, they did us wrong. Well, I guess it wasn't them. Somebody did us wrong somewhere. But it, it's all good. Yeah. It's all good. So bring your IRS agents on. Um, you know, let's not worry about it. As we've said many times, and I have to mention it in every show, let's not worry about those on the disability Taking cruises two or three times a month, right, Dana? Mm-hmm. We know well, them. Get off well, one and get back on another. Yeah. Well, what's going to happen to this country, Jeff, Dana? What's going to happen to this country when our generation retires? Yeah. Um, I think we're the only thing sort of holding things afloat right now. Yeah, it's going to be I interesting. Mean, I actually feel bad. You know, uh, your daughter is is still young. You know, it, she's got plenty yeah. of years left. I feel bad for her because this world is going to be, this country is going to really be messed up after we're gone. It's messed up already, but after we're gone, it's going to get a whole lot worse. Yeah, that's why we're thinking about just staying here and, you know, and just leaving the place to her and us just doing our years here and let her take care of us. Yeah, how do you prepare her, Ben? How do you prepare her for what's to come? Although, you know, we know it's going to get bad. How do you you prepare her now? I don't know because you don't you don't know what's going to happen in in your kid's life. Yeah. You know they could go meet somebody and be gone. I mean, yeah, she could go, she could go to work tomorrow and meet somebody and say, uh, "Daddy, I'm moving out. There's nothing I can do about it." You know, so yeah, but but Daddy would try to talk her out of it. I'm sure. Yeah, well, I I want to <laughs> I want her to be use good thoughts. You know, think about what she's doing. Right and. Be smart about her decision making, you know. So, but she does seem smart. Mm-hmm. She doesn't seem like a lot of the ones that are running around. Like, yeah, you know, and I'm nothing against our millennial last week. You know, I'm glad she's on the show. We value her opinion, yeah. but she doesn't seem sure. like that. Well, she's she was raised up sort of a little bit different, you know. Uh, you know, she was raised up, and uh, I think her mother was uh, a little more on the left than than you know me i mean i'm sort of on the right and you know i'm conservative you know 
and people have people have told me that that my daughter is an old soul and a young body. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, maybe so, but that that could be a good thing. So. Yeah. The kids across the street were having a party a couple of weeks ago, and she she uh, was like, she come in there and she told me she says they're parked in our driveway. <laughs> what are we gonna do? But you're gonna call the cops. We need to get them out of our yard. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I'm like, okay, we'll go call the cops. But you know, she's <laughs> sort of an good. old soul. That's good. Yeah. Did you get them out of the driveway, Ben? Uh, yeah, I called the neighbor over there, and I told the neighbor, I said, look, you got underage drinking over here. I'm not going to report you, but you might want to get your cars off my side of the street. I'd see, I'm surprised <laughs> you were that come. I could see Ben going out there with a rifle in hand, screaming and shooting into the air. <laughs> uh, get these damn cars out of my yard. Oh, well. At one time. At one at one time I was that crazy, but you know. <laughs> Ben's mellowed he's in his, mellowed he's mellowed in his, his old years, age. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little. One last thing, Ben. Do you know the store Kroger? I don't know if they have Kroger in Florida. I I do. Uh, I've seen them when I go to uh, Ohio, where my wife's okay. from. Not long ago, I saw this in the news that Kroger has decided to remove. All patriotic products, all USA patriotic products from the store after people complained. They had stuff that said, you know, give me liberty, give me death. They had shirts that said America, love it or leave it. People complained and they gave in and they have removed all patriotic products from their stores. Well, that's wow. sad. Isn't that amazing? Because so many complained. Yeah. That's just giving in. That's just giving in. Yeah, it's given in. Right, one, Dana brought up something, or she wanted to quickly do. We'll do this for just a second here. What's going on with Disney? It, I finally heard that uh, Disney's, what is it, Dana? Their attendance is yeah. way down. They, they've gone woke. They're going broke. They say that the <laughs> attendance is way down. Are you, you're in woke, Florida. Broke. Are you seeing that or hearing anything? Yeah. I haven't heard. I haven't heard anything. I mean, we talked about Disney a few weeks ago, yeah. but. Mm-hmm. And it's been since our conversation that they're saying that now uh, their attendance is way down and that actually Dollywood is surpassing them as the number one yeah, tourist, tourist attraction. Uh-huh. Dollywood's getting more visitors now than Disney World. Mm-hmm. Well, why does somebody want to go to Disney? Why does somebody want to go to Disney World when they're all up in politics? Exactly. Yeah, I that's, think that's the, that's be the, the thing. Yeah. Must be the happiest place. Earth, your little daughter goes and sees Snow White, or yep, hangs I mean, around with Eric for a few minutes. When we not grew, the gay flag, yeah, not the gay, not the gay none flag. of that stuff. When we grew up, and we used to go to Disney, and I can remember Dana. I can remember one time that me, Ben, and another friend who had this this really good two eighty ZX. Now you don't even know that car, but because it's older, Man. but. It only, it's only a two-seater, and I thought I only remember it's probably me, but we had one of us tucked back in the back of the thing doing, <laughs> doing 90 miles an hour through the rain to get to Disney World. Oh, boy. But you know what? Uh, Disney was a totally different place then. There was no politics in Disney. Disney was just nope. a fun place. Things have changed. Well, well hopefully they uh, figure out where they're making their mistakes, and they change, they change their way they're doing things, but... I mean, I doubt it. I mean, their CEO is the CEO is the one that's driving them down the dirt path. This is so far away from what Walt Disney started, though. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, it, Walt it's Di- amazing. Walt, Walt Disney is probably rolling over in his grave, you know. No, no, it, no. He, he's he's in like in a in some maybe in some gas or some ice somewhere waiting to be 
brought back to life? I don't know. Is he Maybe. Frozen? Yeah, frozen he's one of those time? frozen. Did, yeah. Didn't uh, I, I heard that Disneyland closed? Is that true? It did for a while. I'm not sure if it's back open yet. But I'm gonna tell you what, Ben. Have you ever been to Disneyland in California? No, but I heard it was a shithole. Dane and I yeah. went there one time. Now, we've been go. to Florida. It was the most disappointing thing that we'd ever experienced yeah. out there. It mm-hmm. was terrible. Nothing like Disney World in Orlando. No, you're like driving through a neighborhood. Yeah, a neighborhood. And, and all of a sudden, you're there. We, we pulled <laughs> into a parking garage. We came out of the parking garage, and you're in Disney. I mean, it's mm-hmm. like... I'm there's like, no where's uh, the monorail? monorail where's the boat? There's no ferry nothing you're just in you disney just and it through. was just disappointing it really was so to anybody listening if you've yeah. got a choice between disney world and disneyland oh go yeah. to disney world that's the real mm-hmm. deal so ben we appreciate you joining us again this week and uh, we'll see if we can get you back on next week we'll we'll have unless ben's on vacation or something we'll get ben back on next week no um, i'm not i'm not going on vacation until october and december oh you got it you, are you heading back down to the beach again no uh now you don't, have to, tell, my you don't have to tell everybody where you're going now you might want it to be private no i'm just taking my wife somewhere uh one week in october and then we're gonna go to another state and then around christmas time uh i just stay home i just take just take uh last two weeks of the year off Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that sounds nice. I just put up Christmas lights and drink eggnog and get fat. Dana, we've got to get down there. You know, we're in Alabama now. Ben's in Jacksonville. We could actually be at Ben's not even all the way to Jacksonville, actually. So we could be at Ben's house, I believe, in six hours. Oh, yeah, that's nothing. For as much driving as we do, six hours is nothing. And I can tell you what, Dana, you want a drink or two? I haven't been to Ben's house, but I bet you he's got some good stuff stashed around there somewhere. I got more stuff than I want to talk about. (laughs) There you go. Ben, we appreciate you uh, joining us. We really do. And uh, we uh, look forward to talking to you next week. We'll keep an eye on what's on the news. I'm sure we'll have plenty to talk about. Okay. Well, you guys stay safe and uh, we'll be talking to you soon. All right, Ben. We appreciate it. Thanks, Ben. Uh, bye-bye. Bye. That is uh, Ben joining us on the show, as he does every week, the uh, third host of the show. Hey, if you want to be a guest on the show, we'll let you join right in. If you've listened to some of our others, we have guests. We're going to get Randy back on soon. we got to get Randy. There's a Randy. And we'll get him on the show soon. Um, and we want to get you on the show. Our chat online on the right-hand side of the page, there's a thing to leave a little voicemail or something. You can click on that and leave us a message. Or if you just have a comment you want us to put, if you want us to answer a question or if you have a comment, if you just want to call us names, whatever it may be, you can go there and you can do that. Real simple to do. Dana, where can you hear the podcast every Tuesday night? Our chatonline.com, mm-hmm. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, and Amazon. And I was working on Pandora, too, so we'll get that one soon. But right now, those are the places you get it. New podcast uploaded every Tuesday, sometime on Tuesday, usually late afternoon or into the evening. But by Tuesday, you know, late in the evening, the podcast will be up every week. So we definitely 
want to thank everybody for joining us and just being a part of the show and listening in. That's what we appreciate. You're listening in, but we want you yep. to be on it. Be on the show with us. So let us know you want to be on the show, and we'll get you on here. We'll talk about anything you want to talk about, whatever is bothering you. We got somebody that uh, we're trying to get them on the show, okay? Listen to this. Hormones. <laughs> this person needs, it's a lady who yeah. needs the hormones for a medical thing. But she's having a hard time getting them because they're being prescribed so much to so-called transgender. We're giving the hormones to them instead of to an actual female that needs them for mm-hmm. medical. Mm-hmm. We're trying to get her on the show. She's a little hesitant. She didn't want everybody to know her whole situation. Can you get her on the show, Dana? I can try. I've been trying. Hey, so if you have a comment, if you want to join us to talk about that, we'll do it. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Jeff. And I'm Dana. This is our Chat Online.